What is going on, guys? I'm your host, George Lyon. This is the MWAP podcast. MWAP standing for the man with a plan. That's who I am, guys. All right. It's a little introduction. I am. Let's see. How do I? I mean, this is the first episode. Don't really know how I want to start this, but let's say. I got some stuff I want to talk about, a little bit of stuff, you know, get off my chest, you know. This will be a simple weekly thing I do, not a specific date, just a little hobby to do. Um, so there's that. Um, I'm originally from the DMV area. Right now, as I'm recording, I'm over here getting caught up on wrestling. I'm a big, big, big wrestling fan, guys. I've been a fan of wrestling since, let's see, it's 2019. Uh, Man, I've been a wrestling fan since 2007. That's when I started watching it. 2007 is when I started watching it. But let me think. I've been a fan since I was five years old, and I got my first wrestling toys, which is pretty cool. It was a La Resistance. It was just a it was a dual pack, so I had two opponents, which was pretty cool. And they they came with tag titles belts, but I didn't know their tag title belts. I called one title the world title, another one the second world title, basically. But I'm gonna talk more about wrestling later. Hmm. Uh, new hobby I'm getting into lately. Uh, been getting into a workout plan, guys. It's good stuff. Really keeps me healthy. It's good stuff. Good stuff. My workout plan is split up into strength, core, cardio. Okay. When you do your strength, I work my chest. I work my back. Work the shoulders. All that good stuff. Shoot. I started about a month ago. I'm so proud of myself, you know, because... I had a nasty looking gut. Arms were pretty damn weak. I get I, my arms were so weak, like I could probably barely lift about fifty pounds at least. Like I was really bad, right? And also, I could barely even do ten push-ups at all. Like I was struggling on just the fifth one. I'd be like, uh, uh. I'd be sweating like a, like a damn. What's the, what's the term? Swing like a pig or something? Shoot. I went from barely able to do five push-ups to now being able to do 150 push-ups. Probably even more than that if I keep pushing. Not in a row, by the way. I stop here and there. I say I can do about 25 in a row and then pause for a second and then continue from there. Which is a lot of progress. Um... Working out is really fun. It really makes me feel motivated. Keeps me relaxed. You know, when I'm resting, that is. Like, right now, I'm so relaxed right now. Even though my legs are on fire. And my arms are a little... My arms are... Let me see. Arms are not that sore. They're a little sore. Not, not that bad. Today, I focused on um working my strength... My bad, I'm watching the show. A little awkward silence there. Pull-ups, something I definitely need to keep working on. You know, it's good. Like, I've been in shape before, 
And I couldn't even do a pull-up, let alone even do push-ups, you know. I can lift weights, but I can't do a lot of push-ups, and I can't even jog that far. But I look good, right? Come on now. Now I'm working the whole body. I need to be able to at least lift my weight, you know. Trying to get that whole athlete's body, that fitness body, not just look good. You got to, like... You know, you can look good, but if you can't even jog that far, if you can't lift your own weight, then how are you, can you call yourself in shape? How can you call yourself an athlete at that point, you know? So, yeah, working out, working out, it means something to me. I'm trying to say wrestling for, like, the last thing I talk about. Because I got a long rant to talk about with wrestling all the time. Mm. Oh, oh man. Currently watching the 205, the recent 205 live episode. I should have displayed what's today's date. Today is July 22nd, 2019. This episode, let me see, let me see. This is from July 9th. I didn't really want to watch last week's episode because it looked kind of boring. This one seemed more interesting. Oh, nice. I'm so proud of this guy. He is really advanced. Akira Tozawa. Look at old pictures of him. He used to be fat. Now he's all cut up and fast as hell. A little ninja. Anyways. Well, he's he's Japanese, so he's a little samurai. Although, are they Japanese ninjas? I don't know. That's something to Google later. Anyways. So, yeah, I talked about working out. Working out is pretty good. It really motivates you, makes you feel more motivated to do anything. Like, literally anything. And it's like, one thing I noticed earlier when I came back home was... It's like everything around me is like better. When I eat food, it feels better. When I take a shower, it feels better. When I watch a show, it feels better. When I play video games, it feels better. Everything feels good. When I'm on my phone, it feels good. It's like everything around you changes. That's how strong your brain is compared to your body, you know. To the rest of your body, that is. Sure, my body is getting stronger, but like it's not even just strengthening my body. I'm strengthening my mind. To realize everything around me is changing. Breathing is going to be changing. My body is evolving into something better for myself after so long. Mm, let's see. Let's see. I worked my strength today. What do I do when I do my core? Crunches. I do a lot of crunches. I do about 250 crunches. 250 crunches. Um... What else do I do when I'm at the gym? Trying to think what else. Cardio does something too. Cardio definitely works on your core with you. That burns off the fat a lot. I do cardio every time I go to the gym, which is pretty good. Um my core. What else do I do when I do work my core? I'm trying to remember. It's not just crunches. What else do I do? I do planks, yeah. But what machines do I use? I'm trying to remember. 
Hmm. I just want to go in my workout plan. I hope it doesn't exit. Nope, it's still recording. That's good. What do I use to work my core? I do Russian twists. Russian twists is when you twist your body a lot. Oh, yeah. That's the machine. I only use one machine for it then. I mean, technically a treadmill is a machine, but... Yeah, I use one machine for my core. It's this thing where you, like, you have to hold yourself up in place and lift your legs forward. And if you're not... If you can't hold up... That, that tells you for you to be able to even hold up your own weight. But lifting your legs forward, that's that kills your, your abdomen. I, I literally am, like, ready to puke after doing my cardio. Not my cardio, my core. Puke, cry, even. I'm just, I'm in pain when I do my core. Because that's a sensitive-ass area. You know, if you've ever been punched in the stomach, but like, last time I got punched in the stomach, I almost busted out in tears because it hurts. That's a really sensitive area of the body. Shoot, shoot. What guy, what was that guy's name? Um, Houdini. Houdini got punched in the gut, and that's how he died, I think. It's a very, very sensitive area, so you got to be really careful with your core and keep it protected. Cardio, lots of jogging, lots of even walking, speed walking. Cardio is cardio, you know. Oh, I almost forgot how I, I do leg presses too, strengthen my legs. Anything, like, here's the thing. I've been in shape before. And I, I like to say, when it comes to, like, those that have not been in shape before, anything you do is right. You do some push-ups, you're right. You want to walk, you're right. Everything you do, someone else is not doing it. Believe me, I know what it was like to, like, like, basically just not. You were in shape at one point, and then you stop staying in shape because you don't have time for it. And it's a good feeling when you come back to it. But I'm just saying, like, anything. Because, like, and it's a confidence thing, too. Like, when you take a break from it, it's like, me personally, I, f- I forgot what it's like to, like, work out like that all the time. You know? It's kind of, it's, it's, it's like, you really got, it, it builds up confidence over time. And it makes you question, like, is this right? Am I doing this right in my push-ups? You got to take baby steps. If you can't do 10 push-ups, then keep doing 10 push-ups as much as you can. You know, every day, do push-ups. Do the 10 push-ups within, like, a few days. Maybe even, i say, like, probably within three days. I don't care how strong you are, you can do more push-ups after a while. That's, like, the easiest one that you can, like, progress with. As well as, like, crunches or sit-ups. Anything upper body is easy to, like, progress with. Jogging is something you definitely have to work on for a while. Because you have to lose weight. You have to maintain your stamina. And all that. Also, you have to, like, with all the weight that's on top of you, you gotta gotta keep that moving. And not give up, you know. But I took a little picture after one month, and I'm just, it's, it's amazing. Like, 
it, it like when I'm at the gym, it almost feels like I like I feel my improvement, but then I don't feel my improvement. You know. That's what I'm saying. Like the confidence gets bigger and bigger. Like I almost feel like like I haven't progressed, but then when I look at that, I'm like, wow, I actually have. It's amazing. It's a very proud feeling. Okay. This guy needs to calm down. What is he doing? He's just throwing stuff everywhere. He's just trying to stay relevant. Is that Sean Davari? Davari works for WWE now? Holy crap. Good for him. He's back. And his brother works there too. That's cute. Yep, that's Sean Davari. Look at him. Sean Devar used to manage the great Kyle Lee. He used to be a cruiserweight. Oh. Oh. That was a nasty headbutt. One, two, three. There you go. All right. Back to the podcast. What's going on with... Oh. As I mentioned before, my, one of my other hobbies I do is play video games. It's pretty good stuff. I usually play Red Dead Redemption 2. My favorite character on there, <laughs> Sadie. I'm just kidding. I mean, she's one of my favorites, but let's see. Sadie's pretty hot. She's hot and she's awesome. Awesome character. Just killer. Straight up killer. Who doesn't like a really, really tough chick? You know, that alpha female. Then there's, um,. Shoot. Anyone can say that Arthur Morgan is your favorite. I mean, that's the main character, for God's sake. Or you can say John. There's that too. I like Lenny. Lenny is cool. But who's my favorite? Who do I say is my favorite? Hmm. Let me put some thought into that one. Who do I say is my favorite? I hate Micah. Micah's literally the worst character. Who would be my favorite one so far? Kieran. He's alright. It's pretty sad how he ended up. That was pretty brutal how his head was cut off and everything like that. Didn't they? They took his brain out. I think they took his brain, his eyes. They took everything out of his head. This, yeah, I think that's what happened. Lily dissected his whole head and just left the face and the hair and all that stuff. Nasty stuff. Anyways. I can't mark down the favorite character, to be honest. Not completely. Hmm. But I enjoy playing online. You know, GTA 5 was some crap. I hated... GTA 5, the game, like the main story, that's cool. I loved it. I've played... I've beaten that game probably three... Not probably. No, I've beaten that game three times. Once on PS3, and then when I got it on PS4, I beat it twice. Um, But GTA Online, probably the worst online area you can go to when it comes to playing with other people. It's just, you can't even just walk outside. If someone's nearby, they're going to kill you. They're going to blow you up, blow up your car. You can't even just drive by somebody. They're going to try to shoot you up or blow you up. No one has any type of, like, sense. 
about Red Dead Online, people know how to act right because it's, it's a lot more strict with cops. And it costs the money to take those bounties off. So it's a lot more serious there. And people just know how to act right better. Plus, Red Dead Redemption is still new nowadays, too. So you only have... On Red Dead Redemption, all you have is, like, adults mostly on there. So they know how to calm down. GTA Online, you got a bunch of children. Teenagers, even little kids. So they don't know how to just calm down for a second. And they can even bring their personal life problems into the video game. Okay, everything just cut off. That was weird. Let's see, is this working? Nope, the damn power just went out. Wow. Isn't that something? I guess it's still recording, right? Okay, maybe I should pause this for a second or something. Um, wow, nothing's working. Okay, continuing the podcast. It's going to get a little hot in here. Mm. What was I thinking? It kind of caught me off guard. What happened? Oh, video games. So, Red Dead Redemption, that's like my favorite game right now. Next to, of course, wrestling games. And also, well, everything's cutting back on. And uh, this new game I just got, well, it's not, at least a year old, but it just, on PlayStation Plus, it's free right now, is Detroit, the video game. That game is so amazing. Like, it's like a mixture between Sherlock Holmes and iRobot, the movies. You know, I Robot is a movie with Will Smith that came out in probably like 2006. And the whole world, not taken over by robots, but like everything you do, it has a robot there, you know? So it's I Robot. You know, like, like robots do everything for you. Like they clean your house, they, they, they do your mail, they provide all these different services. And then a new lineup of robots showed up, and they're really more, like a lot more advanced. They're coming through to be like, um, I think they were about to be the new police force or something like that. Something like that. Just like, just like Detroit. But see, another thing is Sherlock Holmes. If you remember, if anyone's seen that movie with, um, Robert Downey Jr., my favorite, one of my favorite actors out there. Um, it's like he analyzes the entire environment and can determine what's about to happen next. Cause he's just that good. And personally, I love, love, love analyzing things in front of me. Like, if I look at something, I got to I gotta try to understand it before I look into it. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I walk, before I got Detroit, even though it's free, I don't, I don't just jump, jump, jump ship to a free game. Because, like, if it doesn't look that interesting to me, then I say no. Even if it's, like, a popular game, I don't care. Which Detroit is. And truly, my girlfriend is the reason why I even probably got it. Because I thought it would be having an online function, and I like to play online games with her. But it's not online. You just play missions, basically, in the game. So, when it comes to Detroit, the video game, simply, just like I just said, Sherlock Holmes, you're an an investigator. One character is an investigator. I'm not that far in the game, by the way. Um, One character is an investigator. The other, another one, she was a maid. Um, 
So you okay? So let me let me start all over again. So it's three characters. They're all they're all called androids. One character is an investigation android. His name's Connor. Then there's an android named Marcus. He's basically before he before before he um, escaped his environment. He was almost like a slave or a butler in a way. Mostly a butler, you could say that. And it's kind of, it's a little bit, <laughs> a little, not funny. I mean, I'm African-American, but the characters clearly have have black and have something else. So to make him into a butler is, yeah, it's a reference to something, you know, that dates back to many different generations. Then you have a female. Um, she's a maid. Her name's Kara. Did I mention who the other android was? Is a butler. His name's Marcus. And then Kara, Kara or Kara, she's a maid. And all of them, well, except for the investigator so far, as I'm going along, the investigator hasn't broken out. Um, Marcus has. He even got trashed because he got shot. He, like, there's a situation where his um, owner, basically, he has a son. His son is, like, a small rich kid that turned into a drug addict and now he's like coming through to beg his father for money i ain't beg he's demanding money from his father because he's supposed to be doing something but really he's just he's just about to go get his next fix simple uh, dramatic stuff like that um and marcus is there and he's jealous of marcus because you know marcus isn't like treat like marcus is programmed to be you know good like do everything that the father says and the father treats that that good android like his son almost and of course the spoiled rich son is now a drug addict he's jealous of that so one night he comes over and he's fight he tries starts to fight with marcus marcus tries not to fight back because he knows not in his programming and eventually he breaks out of it and starts fighting back and ends up killing the son well that's on your decision. See, that's another thing I didn't mention before. This game is one of those decision games where you can make every type of decision. And that that changes the future. And it's like life. In life, you, you really have to be careful with like your next move or even what you just say next. Because anything you do or say can determine what happens next at all. There's so many possibilities, too. And in this game, it shows that off a lot. And there's and when you finish the missions, um, it shows a whole section of different possibilities that could have happened, and you have to unlock them once you get through that possibility that you found out. So my possibility that I chose was to fight back and kill the son. You know, I thought I didn't know he was gonna kill the son. I thought he was just gonna fight him, but he pushes him and he bashes his head on some type of thing, and that kills him just like that instantly. Then the cops show up and shoot Marcus right in the face. And then Marcus ends up getting trashed with the rest of the trashed androids that were, as they call them, deviants, right? And Marcus, he has to escape the pit of, you know, all the trashed deviant androids and he starts his own path. That's where I'm at with him. Um, with Kara, um, she's a maid and she's put into a, a household with a father and a daughter, um, I think the daughter's name is Abigail. I'm not fully sure on that one. It might be wrong. 
I gotta go back and play. Um, I think that's what's the next mission for me. No, 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 the next mission is for Marcus. I think I already got, what? I haven't seen Kara and the little girl for a minute. But in this household, the father, he just lost, he lost his job because androids are basically taking over all the jobs. And he's depressed. He's on some antidepressants and everything. He really is abusive towards the daughter. Kara sees this and she event, and then you have the option of breaking out of care, breaking out of being a maid and turning to someone that saves the child. Uh, me personally, I don't care. I really don't care for abuse towards children in any way. And that I took it a little personal. And I was like, oh, no. my girlfriend, she, we were on video chat. She's like, you can break away if you want, or you can just leave it alone. I was like, nah, hell no. I'm going to break away. I don't like that crap. I don't care for that. I'm breaking out of this. I'm about to fight this father. I was ready to, like, I was like, oh, let's kill this dude. Like, nah, I don't care for that. So I broke Kara out, um, ran upstairs to say, to protect the girl. Um, the father comes through. He, I don't know if he was drunk or something. That's usually the case. But he comes upstairs, and there's, like, he starts trying to throw some strikes and blah, blah, blah. You got to fight back and all that. And that was that. We, and then we escaped. We get out the house. We run away. We make it on a bus. Now we're on our own. Now she's marked a deviant because she's not, you know, following orders towards her owner. And basically we're just keeping the kids safe. And that's where I'm at with her. Um... The thing about these androids, I think they said like they cost like eight thousand dollars a piece, which makes sense. I mean, these are whole human and these are humans that are just androids, you know. And then when I first heard androids, I thought about you know Dragon Ball Z with Android eighteen, seventeen, sixteen, and all that stuff. But you know they're not soaking up all the energy from their opponents and stuff. At least I don't think. I I mean I still haven't finished the game. That could be something that happens soon. Which would be pretty cool. Big reference to the Dragon Ball Z series. But that's that with my video games. I'm only playing like three right now. I still haven't beaten WWE 2K19. I, I'm making it a goal of mine to do it within probably the next month or two. Um, Let me think. Oh, well, we can talk about wrestling now. This is going to take probably the rest of the podcast. Like, everything else is out the window now. My show even cut off because the power went out for a second. I don't know what's going on. That was weird. But at least the recording's still going right. <clears throat> so, shoot. AEW. I started back in 2018. Rough path for WWE at the moment. Um, man. Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, Kenny Omega. All of them came together. Made it all happen. All in on September 1st, 2018 in Chicago, Illinois. I watched it live. That was my first show I watched live on Fight TV. Which was pretty cool. I think it costed like... Didn't it cost like 30 bucks? Maybe 40 bucks? Something like that. Good show though. I don't feel like going back and looking at the whole thing. But that's where it started. They sold out. They sold out the Chicago Illinois Arena, and at the time it was becoming a trend where WWE was not selling out any arenas, so that made them look bad. Then All League Wrestling started. They were established on January first, twenty nineteen. Um, I followed, but didn't follow here and there. 
throughout the months until they finally had their first show. Um, the first show was Double or Nothing. Um, they sold out in Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. I didn't watch that show at the time. Money was not there, so I couldn't pay for it. But I did look at the highlights. I went nuts when I saw John Moxley's debut. You know, he was so mistreated in the WWE. Like, John Moxley, formerly known as Dean Ambrose, like, he was treated right by titles and the Shield. But on, but like, his John Moxley character, he's, it goes naturally. Dean Ambrose was like, it was just awkward. The only thing I say that wasn't really, you know, forced down our throats to try to like, not like him, but just, it just felt more natural was when he did that whole thing with Mitch and Chris Jericho. Everything else, though, was really weird. Him as WWE champion, that was uncomfortable. As United States champion, he didn't even really have a United States title run. He just had the belt and never defended it. That's why he's, that's why he held it so long. They literally just put it on him just to put it on him to keep it quiet because they wanted the Eric Hill Championship to be a title they pay attention to more often at the time. I think at the time when Dean Ambrose was the United States champion, that Eric Hill title belt was jumping around to The Miz, Christian, Wade Barrett, Big E, um, Curtis Axel. Like Everybody was focused on the Eric Hill title, so that's why... It was not the main focus. The United States style was not the main focus at all. So they just they literally just threw it to him. Then when Dean had a Aaron Connell tile run, it it didn't go right. It was just boring. It didn't make it went nowhere. You know, and then they had a match he had a match with Baron Corbin at WrestleMania. No one even remembers that at all. The WWE Tower Run was not that memorable at all. And then that podcast with Stone Cold Steve Austin, that that really went downhill. Like, I, I can't disagree with Steve Austin's attitude against Dean because he was nonchalant. And how he explains his upbringing, I mean, he came from a rough lifestyle. He doesn't, I mean, he has a passion for professional wrestling, but I think he had to really water himself down for that interview because... You know, anything on WWE Network is wired down. Anything on there is, like, by, you know, corporate standards. So he had to really be careful what he could say on there. And you know, like, if you listen to his thing, with Chris, his podcast episode with Je- Chris Jericho, that podcast went naturally because he could speak freely. So can't blame Dean Ambrose. Blame the company. Blame them for treating him. Or not treating him, just, just their ways of doing things. It just didn't fit him at all, ever, ever. It fits him with Seth, it fits him with Roman, but not Dean Ambrose. Sorry, I zoomed out there. So. What do I want to say from here? Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. Two different people. John Moxley, natural. Dean Ambrose, fake. 
gonna say from here about wrestling. Yeah, AEW, they're just like TNA, they're just like an ECW or WCW. They're like a Lucha Underground. They're like Well, I wanna say. They're like the NWA. They're like any of them. Going against WWE. But you look at it all, they all didn't fail, but they didn't beat WWE. You know? And that's the thing that they you see, I can see it when you look at all the details of the show. You see their they, they, all the people they chose specifically. They all have a connection to TNA, Lucha Underground, NWA, something like that, right? Or Ring of Honor as well, or New Japan. New Japan has technically went against WWE, but they're not really against WWE. I think it was just because of the elite being there that they were against WWE at one point. Although they did talk junk recently. They might be going against WWE. I think everybody's against them right now. But everybody's saying, like, oh, All Elite Wrestling is going to top them. No, they're not. Unless all the independent promotions come together, they are not going to beat WWE. WWE is extremely powerful. Like They're a corporation... Like, the fact that I can go to, you know, a 7-Eleven and see that there's a WWE-sponsored item there, that shows that they're they're that big. And you also see, the, you, in the fact that you see WWE merchandise next to NFL merchandise everywhere, that's how big they are. They are just as big as the NFL. You know, New Japan is only in Japan. Ring of Honor is Ring of Honor. They're the independent circuit. All Elite Wrestling is still something new. They can get somewhere, but they're not going to be WWE. They're not They're not WWE level. See, WCW was built off of NWA. That's how WCW managed to be at the same level as WWE. NWA dates back to the 50s, before WWE even started. Maybe even the 40s, not even the 50s, the 40s. So NWA started out in the before WWE and grew into WCW to go against WWE. And WWE won because, you know, their shit was stale with the WCW. They got stale really easily. And WWE got more fresh and different, right? And that's why people are saying now, like, WWE is becoming that WCW because they're doing they're doing the old ideas. They're not they're not creating anything new, fresh, or not. They're not adapting to their new stars. That's the that's what people are saying lately, which makes sense it, because that's what they have been doing. All Elite Wrestling, they're saying that they're becoming the WWE during the Monday Night Wars because they have new content, new characters, blah, 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 blah. Um, this is not going to be the Monday Night Wars. This is just going to be like TNA or an ECW or not even ECW. I'm not answering that. Um, there's so much activity, you know. <laughs> never a dull moment here. Damn, will the phone ever stop ringing? My goodness. Anyways. So, yeah. AEW is just going to be TNA or ECW or Lucha Underground. But you just got to hope that they don't. For those that are really, really big fans already, even though they really haven't started that much. I mean, 
I just thought about it. TNA grew off of WCW once WCW ended. They grew off of them. So there's connections, and they had the NWA. They grew off of NWA and WCW right after the Money Night Wars ended. You know, and I can't even say ECW. I keep saying ECW. ECW grew off of NWA as well. You know, and, and ECW was literally NXT. They were connected to both promotions, WCW and WWF, if anyone knew that. ECW was connected to both. Sure, they were rebellious, but low-key, they were connected to both promotions. That's why you saw the same people come from both. It's like they went there as NXT and then came back to the WWE or WCW, and that's where they could capitalize on their careers better. It's like, and like nowadays, since people want to make some references to the Money Night Wars, if you really want to be real about it, WWE is WCW. Um, AEW is the new WWE. If it does get that big, or it could it could flip flop around back and forth. But you know, the ECW of it all has to be Impact Wrestling right now. Impact Wrestling is really good, like really good. And then now they have that little plus app. Good stuff. That Plus app, I tried it out, I think it was last month, was it, July? So I, I tried it out back in, like, May. Good stuff, good stuff, people. Try that stuff out. Give it a one-month free trial. You'll see some pretty good wrestling. Um, and they're bringing back ECW stars. So, like, it's, it's like everybody knows these connections. But Impact Wrestling is definitely the new ECW because they're, they're, they're on TV. People know them, what they used to be as TNA, now they're Impact. But they're good. They're really, really, really good. One thing I don't care for on there is intergender wrestling. Intergender wrestling is kind of stupid, to be honest. It, it just is. Um, anything with wrestling? Um, let's talk about WWE. I've been getting, I've been just flip flopping for months now. Shoot, nine months, year, a year now, almost a year now. I've been flip flopping all over the place. Seeing where I like wrestling, where I don't like wrestling. I watch New Japan sometimes. I watch AEW. I watch their. I watched um because they're free. Fight for the Fallen and I watched um, Fighter Fest. Good stuff. Um, I loved the Joey Janela versus Dean Ambrose. Not Dean, John Moxley versus Joey Janela match. That was really good. Um. Kenny Omega versus Shima. If fight for the fallen, that was amazing. Um, that was an amazing match. Like I feel like, I you know I saw the highlights of Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega at Double or Nothing. I feel like his match with Shima was better. Like like look at the highlight. If you really do look into that match, it was really freaking good. I think that's what established Kenny Omega as a better wrestler. Now establishing himself in the states, so. I would rather look more into that match than look at his match with Chris Jericho at Double or Nothing, to be honest. Because Chris Jericho is aging. It's really, it's not that great. Okay, he he's 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 getting up there. He's getting old. It's cool that he signed like a four-year deal with, with um, All Elite Wrestling, but I don't expect him to really wrestle within those four years. Eventually, I think he's going to be behind the, the table or something, because he's getting to, he's really aging, he's, he can do good stuff, but he's aging, as I keep saying it over and over again, he's gonna need to just sit down somewhere eventually, not trying to judge him too much, though, 
Um, anything else for wrestling. So, Elite Wrestling, uh, I have nothing against it. I did join a Facebook group just to check out what the fans had to say. You know, I, I support them, but the fans are stupid as hell sometimes. They just say the same crap. I hate when people reference... They don't reference it as like... It's like they're plagiarizing what they're saying. No no one actually has an opinion. Everybody sounds like a bunch of damn sheep. And that's just... That's where I can't stand those types of wrestling fans. They're just trend wrestling fans. They're not... You know, they don't analyze it as a true fan. I analyze it as a true fan. Why do they do this? Why? Or like... Was this really quality entertainment? Was this quality professional wrestling? That's what... That's what we need... And that's what that's what's needed for the the true professional wrestling fans out there. Like, if you just watch wrestling just to fit in with the trends all the time, then you're not a true wrestling fan. If you watch professional wrestling because you're passionate, you don't even care if it's like if WWE just did something stupid. You still care to see what they just did. You you like, sure you can be more into the WWE or or all elite wrestling, New Japan, or Impact. You know you can get into all these like bigger shows and not really look into the indies i don't care to look into the indies let's be real i don't care looking to the indies because like it's it's hard to watch that type of content you know it's it's really hard you gotta really like go on the internet to find something or you had to buy the dvds i'm not spending 20 dollars on a damn dvd for a show i barely even know about no you know or you can find something good on youtube and pay for that thing to their channel i'm not trying to spend too much money you know So, there's that. I'm rather looking to WWE, New Japan, AEW, and Impact as well sometimes. So, my thing with W. Okay, so now let me analyze WWE lately. Because they're starting to recognize a competition, it's not just AEW. They're also competing with um, New Japan for wrestling. Because New Japan is establishing themselves in the States now. With the United States title, and they're gaining a lot of exposure. Through John Moxley as their champion, and also because of the elite, you know, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff. So WWE has to analyze everything from here. Vince McMahon needs to step down from his little position of trying to control the show. He needs to just go focus on his little XFL thing. I don't care if the XFL, you know, gets gets good or bad. I don't care. Just step away from WWE for a minute to let Triple H handle things. Stephanie McMahon, Shane, you know, with Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff as the new, as the new producers. Let all of them work together. Take a break, Vince. You can, like, of course, focus on the finances, all that stuff. Do that position, but just take a break from trying to run the show because you're gonna fuck everything up. And you've already he's already been fucking shit up after a while, and he needs to really work on it. No big deal, though. No big deal. Things will get better. They're already getting better. My personal favorite right now in WWE is Ricochet. That guy, he's going to different heights. Um, my birthday is coming up soon. Um, and I asked my girlfriend, can you please buy me the Ricochet toy? She's like, yes, babe. I got you. I got you. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That little kid in me is still there. Yay, I'm going to get a ricochet toy for my birthday. Woo. That'd be fun. 
Ricochet, that's a future everything. He's going to win everything. I don't care what title. he's gonna, He already has that champion's body. He's got champion ability, charisma, everything. He He's he's going to be the future of the company. Next to the Roman Reigns, the Seth Rollins, the, you know, some not some old Joe, more Braun Strowman, you know, or Becky Lynch, Sasha, if she comes back. You know, all these different people, he's up there with them already. Because he's finally made it to WWE. He's young as hell. He's like 32, 31, something like that. I need to go look at, like, established in 1988. He's, I'll reveal, he's 10 years older than me. So, shoot. Yeah, he's only like, he's only like 30. He's about to be 31. Or he might already, no, he's not 31 yet. He's 30. So he's 30 years old. He's young as hell. And he's going to make it, guys. He started from the bottom and worked his way up. Maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. Okay, cool. That's fine. Um, Anything else I got to say here? I got nothing else, guys. Um, um, No matter what in life, create a goal for yourself every day, every month, every year, every week, every two weeks, everything. Keep a goal in mind. I don't even care if like, like you want to draw a picture or draw a comic or, or you want to read a book. I don't care. You know, when it comes to anything or if you want to save up for some new shoes, you want to save up for, you know, you want to buy that cake. You know, you want to you want to earn that cake that you wanted all all month or all week or all day. You've wanted to eat that burger, you know. Cause you've been you've been working a long shift. You worked like an eight hour shift, and you want to get home and just just watch some TV or watch some anime. If you're an anime fan, I'm not an anime fan, but if you just just create a goal every day, and it, and once you meet that goal, you'll feel good by the end of the day. I don't care if you're fat. I don't care if you're fit. I don't care if you're ugly, beautiful, whatever. Always keep a goal. Always keep a goal, no matter what. It could be a simple one, but it'll make you feel good. That's 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 one thing I say. Um, I don't really got much else to say here. You know, that's this has been the first episode. Um, I'm the man with the plan. I'm George Lyon, guys. Um, man with the plan. Where does that come from? Since I was a kid, I used to say I was George with the plan. Now I just say I'm the man with the plan because because that's how life needs to be. You don't want everybody else to plan things for you. Never let someone else make your life happen. You got to make your life happen no matter what. My favorite rapper right now is Denzel Curry. I think if this if the episode, this is my first time doing this, so if the episode did put Denzel Curry um, at the beginning of this, that's awesome. But Denzel Curry, um, he says, y'all ain't ULT. You got to be ultimate in life, you know. Don't just be good. Don't just don't be bad. Be ultimate. Be your best self in life. And that's what you got to do, you know, just to make it to something in life. Like me personally, I've done college. I've been in college. I've done all this good stuff. I've worked very hard my whole life to get to this point. Working hard is a is those that's those are two strong words because that validates your true success in life 
if you want to make it in life, you got to work hard. And then working hard is putting out as best you can, pushing yourself to do something better than what you just did, no matter what. If you fuck up a little bit, okay, recognize it, own it, and fix it. And then make sure it doesn't happen ever again. And try not to ever get a grade that, don't ever, not even grade. Don't, try not to have anything that low happen to you ever again. Or cause yourself to cause that type of situation again, basically. Um, so I talked about my introduction. This is the first episode. Working out. Video games. That's something I really love. I love video games. In games like Red Dead Redemption, that you can you can just go hunting for a whole gameplay, and it's fun. That's what I love about the game. So many options you can do. Detroit, you analyze everything. That's that fits in with my personality. You pay attention to each detail to determine the outcomes. And wrestling, I've been a fan since I was five years old. For God's sake, I'm never gonna stop. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna be a wrestling fan till the day I die. I love it, and that's something. That's um, big to say. But thank you guys for watching the first episode of the MWAP podcast. I'm George Lyon. Catch you guys later.